everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. Yes, the Alabama Mother Rockin' Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. That um, just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It is a catchy, catchy theme song. But hey, everybody, it is me, your boy. With me as always are the dogs. Thank you for being here, dogs. I was with the dogs all day today. Today was a good long day at work. For those who are unaware, I drive uh, a truck for Dippin' Dots. I sell ice cream all across the great state of Michigan. You're caught up now. What I do and uh, used to tell jokes for a living and, and I, uh, the pandemic kind of crushed it. And then I decided I didn't want to go back to it. So I'm not going to do it. And I've had some conversations with guys who uh, were about, about the same same level as I was, same amount of time as I was. And they're like, oh yeah, I fucking get it. I get it. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you get it. It's weird to me when people are like, you can't let the dream die. And I'm like, well, you can. You can let the dream die because dreams change. And, uh, you know, when you were a kid, you probably dreamt that you were going to be a cop or a firefighter or an astronaut or something like that. And more than likely, none of that shit happened. And you went off to do something else and became a fucking accountant. Or you became a mid-level manager. Or you became a social worker who wanted to be a comedian and did that for a little bit. And then they decided it was fucking garbage. There you fucking go. And then somehow, you end up becoming a podcaster. <laughs> and I don't even like calling myself a podcaster. Because uh, that's a ridiculous thing. I'm not making my living podcasting. I barely make anything. <laughs> I break even. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Yesterday. And it was a guy on a, on a much, much bigger level podcast than my own. And uh, they were talking about how uh, the one guy, he's the executive producer, but he's, he's on mic a whole lot. And he was talking about how he hated when he ran into fans of the show and they kind of wanted to talk with him. And he just sounded like a cock sucker. Because here's the deal, everybody. When you decide to become an entertainer, you have decided that you're going to put yourself in the uh, public eye. And you have decided that you are going to need to appreciate your fans. Because without your fans... You wouldn't have a job, you wouldn't be making a living, you wouldn't be doing all sorts of fun, cool stuff, because the dude always talks about how he's jet-setting all over the world. It's a sports podcast, how he's jet-setting all over the world to watch sporting events and hobnob with athletes and whatever, this or that. And I'm like, when he was complaining about, like, you know, he saw someone at the grocery store or whatever, the bar, and they might want to, like, chit-chat. I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. That's part of the goddamn gig. And that was... When I was applying to be the second banana on the, the local morning radio show in a much, much smaller fashion, it's the same thing of you have fans in the community. They want to talk to you. You got to go to fucking uh, fan appreciation events. You got to go do remotes. You got to do all the stuff. And all of it is just talking to the people who like your fucking show. Wow, how hard is that, right? How hard is that? Just fucking do it. 
when I was the host at Dr. Grin's The Comedy Club here in Grand Rapids, uh, I would get recognized a lot in the community, grocery stores, things like that. And people like, oh, hey, it's the Dr. Grin's guy. And I would chat him up. And uh, I used to take along um, stacks of uh, free passes with me. And then if someone ever did come up and talk to me, I'd give him some free passes. I'd be like, hey, thank you for coming to the shows. I hope you appreciated the shows. Here are some free passes to go to more shows. And there you fucking go. And it's about establishing a connection with the crowd, your fans. So then they can go, oh, fuck, that was a good conversation with Stu or whoever. Oh, fuck, I'm going to tell all my buddies, like, oh, Stu's a good dude, man. He's a funny dude. Check him out at Dr. Grin's. Here's some free passes, whatever, this or that, and there you go. So it's just weird to me when I hear people complaining about it. Like, when I applied for that position at the radio station, the guy left because he didn't want to do it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, how did you not know this was going to be a part of the, your job? It'd be like me going like, oh, fuck, a comedian? Yeah, I really don't, um, I don't like telling jokes. I just want to get on stage and tell long, rambly stories. Stupid. Whatever, you got to appreciate what you did. So uh, today was a long day. It was a 15-hour day, me and the dogs. I took the dogs with me. I had to do a little bit of a route, and then I had to do a lot of placements. I had to go to a place in Saginaw that they're turning into a haunted house, and it was this warehouse that's like five stories tall, and fuck me, man. When I got there, there was no one there. No one answered the phone when I called, but I found a, a door that was open, so I wandered in, and I don't know about you, everybody. Even though I know it's a haunted house and it's all fake, um... It's still just weird and creepy, and you hear weird sounds because they had the fucking uh, the dumb laughs and howls and shit that was playing, and you could hear dudes somewhere with a fucking uh, bandsaw, you know, doing set design, and nobody's answering when I'm yelling out. I'm like, hey, you know, because you know I'm wandering into a building that's fucking huge. Hey, I'm here. I'm the I, the ice cream dude. I'm here to drop off the freezer. And finally the dude showed and I hooked him up. And, you know, it's a clearly the haunted house is just like a, it's a two-month thing. So he's like, you know, we're just trying to get as much money as we can in the two months that we're open. But in the basement of this building, they have like an escape room. And they got some sort of weird like paintball thing for kids. It's called a jelly ball. And I guess it's not the the... the the projectile is not propelled as fast and hard as it is in a paintball that is in jelly ball. So, uh, you know, whatever. So I gave him two freezes, moved on about my day. I had to go to like a bunch of gas stations and there you go. And, uh, I, I just want to tell you about, um, small dick energy. I've talked about small dick energy before. And if you don't know what small dick energy is, um, you probably heard of uh, big dick energy, right? You've heard of big dick energy. Big Dick Energy is a dude who carries himself confidently because he's got a huge fucking cock. He is packing some heat, and uh, so he feels confident in himself and his manliness and everything else. So that's Big Dick Energy. Small Dick Energy are dudes who got small fucking cockeritos, and then they are just huge fucking assholes. And they're dudes who are usually in uh, a level of power but it's such a ridiculous power that nobody should ever give a fuck about it 
but they think they are the fucking king of England or some shit, and everybody needs to bow down before them. And uh, if you want to taste the small dick energy, go talk to a manager of a gas station. Go talk to um, a manager of a small town uh, grocery store. These are dudes whose whose lives are, are going nowhere, um, and uh, they, they 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 hit the pinnacle of wherever wherever they thought their life was going to be. They hit it at the age of twenty three, and uh, now they're sixty two, and they're still fucking the assistant manager at a goddamn Shell gas station in Standish, Michigan. Right, huge fucking cocksucker. So I get to this gas station. In Standish, Michigan. And it's basically, I go in. Hey, I'm the Dippin' Dots dude. You guys are getting a freezer today. Where am I going to put the freezer? You know, it's a good day. It's fucking ice cream. I'm giving you ice cream that you can sell to somebody else and make some money. And everybody's happy and everybody loves Dippin' Dots. This goddamn cocksucker couldn't have been more of a fucking piece of shit. I'm like, hey, man, I'm the Dividends guy. He's like, oh, great. Yeah, that's just what I need, more shit in the store. And he's actually saying this. He's saying shit. Okay, man, uh, where am I going to put the freezer? He's going to put it there. And then he disappears. And I'm like, God, oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, all right. So I go go to the van, get the freezer, load up the freezer with product. i got to give this guy spoons, a spoon holder, signs, all this shit. I get it, put it in, plug it in. I go to look for him, can't fucking find him. He's probably out fucking uh, pulling his cock out by the fucking dumpster looking at kitty porn. And uh, so I got to tell the lady working the register, I'm like, hey, yeah, I got to fucking talk to your asshole manager. Where is he? She calls from on the walkie-talkie. It's pretty sad in this little gas station store that this fucker needs to carry a walkie-talkie with him. It's not that big of a goddamn store. You should be out on the fucking floor, dude. So he, he comes, and I'm like, all right, man, I got all the stuff. I got the invoice for you. I got I to gotta have you sign the invoice. He's like, oh, I got to scan this shit in first. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Well, if you had to scan it in, why didn't you bring the scan gun, you dumb motherfucker? Is this your first day? No, it's not, because you're 62, and you've been here since you were 18, you son of a bitch. So he goes, and he finds the scanner, and we're doing the whole fucking process. And I'm breaking it down for him. Like, this is how much a case costs. This is how much each individual packet is. And then I'm like, I don't know how much you're going to sell it for. But usually it's between 3 and $4. And so he scans the thing. He's like, oh, holy shit. The little packet's almost $4? I'm like, I don't know, man. You guys set the price. Not fucking me. You do, asshole. If you think it's too fucking high, you talk to your uh, supervisor and tell him that you think it should be less. I really don't give a shit, you dumb motherfucker. And he was just such a cocksucker. It is getting to the point, everybody, where I just want to kindly invite these motherfuckers into the parking lot and we can settle fucking things with my foot on their goddamn throat. Will I go to jail? Absolutely. Will I feel better about things? Absolutely. I'm I'm getting to the point where violence is the only thing that's going to make me feel better. And that's sad. That's pretty sad. But I'm just tired of uh I'm tired of fuckers. I'm tired of fuckers. I'm tired of fuckers.
Are you guys tired of fuckers? Hopefully you're tired of fuckers. We should all be tired of fuckers. But then it becomes, what do we do with the fuckers? And I'm not, I am not one of these guys who my energy will remain high regardless of the person I'm interacting with, right? Now I get when I walk into these stores, I'm supposed to be like, hey, hey, I'm the fucking Dippin' Dots guy, bringing you ice cream and whatever. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm going to mirror the energy that's given back to me. So if I get shit energy, I'm going to give you shit energy. If, you, if you're actually going to give me some positive energy, I'm going to give you some positive energy. Damps. What's going on, Damps? The damn cat, Damps. She's a crabby old cuss. Do you guys have secrets? What are your secrets in dealing with fucking uh, cunts? I need to know. I would prefer to not go to jail. I mean, I want to commit acts of violence. But I just don't want to get caught and go to jail. <laughs> so either give me tips on how to prevent myself from committing an act of violence. Or give me some tips on how uh, I can prevent myself from getting caught. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that people are going to see the guy wearing the Dippin' Dots uh, uniform. And driving away in a Dippin' Dots van. Uh, I'm probably going to get caught. <laughs> uh, just a long fucking day. Just was tired. Just tired. Tired. And I'm tired of my coworkers too. There was an issue with an order last week on the first. And uh, this this fucking dental office wanted three cases. I gave them three cases. And then I guess like the following day they complained uh, that I didn't give them one of the flavors they had on the order. And I told the accounts receivable chick, I was like, because she texted me and she said, hey, did you give them this? And I texted her back and I said, yes, I gave them what they wanted. I don't know what to tell you, right? If they're claiming that I didn't give them one of the flavors that they wanted, I gave them three cases. The chick signed for the three cases. What do you want me to do, right? But she kept, she keeps leaving notes for me at the office about, needing to to uh, answer her question and so today i finally i left the note for her going this has been taken care of and i took a screenshot of our text conversation and i sent it back to her and i said i answered your question back on the first it is now the ninth eight days ago i answered your fucking question why is this still a fucking issue and earlier this week my boss had me stop by and give them the flavor they said that I fucking didn't give them. So it got handled. I'm like, do you not talk to my boss? And, and they're having like a work outing tomorrow. I swear to God, if I were to go to a work outing, uh, I would assault everybody. I would assault all my coworkers. They all deserve a fucking punch in the face. Just ridiculous. My boss, ridiculous today. I'm all done with the shit. And then I basically, I kept asking him, what am I doing tomorrow? When do I need to come in? Simple questions, right? And he just writes back three question marks. I'm like, you motherfucker. So when I get back to work, I actually call him and I tell him, like, hey, whoa. I say, hey, Wayne, what happened? 
I, uh, I call him and I'm like, hey man, what am I doing tomorrow? And he tells me what little bullshit I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, you couldn't have fucking texted me this? Like, what, what is up with the question marks? I'm just, I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm losing my fucking mind with my coworkers. I think it was really good that I took the day off yesterday and maybe I just need to start doing that. Maybe I needed to start fucking do uh, Adventure Thursday again. So, oh, shit. I saw a dude who I am only going to assume um, is, is a psychopath, is a murderer, um, a rapist, possibly. I don't know, so on the road, driving on the road. And you're like, Stu, 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 hey, man. How do you know this guy is a crazy lunatic, murderer, rapist, psychopath? I'll tell you why, random person that I don't know, but I will talk to because I'm not afraid to talk to random strangers and do chit-chat if I have to. Not one of my favorite things, but I'll, I'll fucking do it. On their car, they were driving a red Cadillac right off the bat. I'm always suspicious of anyone driving a fucking Cadillac. But uh, they had a license plate holder. And their license plate holder was for, you know, a lot of it will be like whatever car dealership you bought it from, your favorite sports team, whatever college you might have gone to. Yeah, I mean, those are the usual ones. Uh, I love my dog, things like that. It was none of those things. This dude had a license plate holder for Brazzers. Hey man, what the fuck's Brazzers? Brazzers is a production company for porn. What fucking lunatic is driving around their car with a license plate holder for a porn production company? You're fucking, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you if you're driving a car with a license plate holder that's porn production. I'm sorry. You're a fucking lunatic. Um, you've probably murdered women. Uh, you clearly have sexually abused women. It's just it's just fucking insane to me. I actually had to do... I, I didn't do a double take. I did like a triple take. It was like, what? Brazzers. Now I get if you want to watch porn or whatever you got your favorite production company your favorite porn site whatever you fucking subscribe to brazzers whatever i don't give a shit but are you fucking promoting it on your car are you gonna wear a shirt that says brazzers it's all very strange to me so i mean unless the dude like owns brazzers producer for Brazzers, but even then, it's still just like, it's very odd to me. Am I, am I, uh, sex shaming? Am I? I? That's a legitimate question I'm asking you. Am I? I don't think I am. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, fuck yeah, Brazzers. Fuck yeah, Pornhub. 
Like, what? This is very weird. I don't even understand how those sites make money. Can you guys explain to me how those sites make money? I mean, they have, uh, I mean, all the shit's for free. And I get, I get there's like ads and shit on the side, but fuck me, man. All those ads are just, they're, they're ads for more porn sites. It's like a cyclical thing of like, here's free porn. Now here's an ad for more porn. That's probably free. I don't get it. Am I wrong in thinking the guy who has a Brazzers license plate holder is a psychopath? I don't think I'm wrong. He's a goddamn fucking lunatic. Okay. You guys know, regular listeners know, I drive all over the great state of Michigan. I did today. Today, where the hell was I? I was in fucking uh, Bad Axe and Shebawing and Oobly. There's a town in Michigan called Oobly. How about that, everybody? Oobly. Shelby. I was Hale. I was all over the great state of Michigan. 15 hours. I probably drove over 600 miles today. Easy peasy. But there's a town in, in northern Michigan called a Gaylord. Big fan of Gaylord. Used to go do uh, triathlons up in Gaylord. I like to call it Gaylord, but I have been informed that it's Gaylord. I don't know how you get Lord out of L-O-R-D, but whatever. They made a big arrest up there in Gaylord. Good old Otsego County. The uh, Michigan State Police and the Sheriff's Department went up there. They fucking uh, went to go talk to a dude about a hit-and-run crash. And when they went to his house, they looked in his house and they saw this dude was packing a lot of heat. Dude had a lot of fucking guns in his house. And they were like, hey, man, uh, can we take a look in your house, man? And for whatever reason, this dumb shit fucking idiot said, yeah, man, take a look around. I don't give a fuck. Uh, and when they took a look around this dude's house, they found not two guns, six guns, 10 guns, 20 guns. They found... 51 different guns, including a fully automatic weapon with thousands of rounds of ammunition. That's a lot of fucking guns, everybody. Longtime listeners of the podcast will know I'm not a gun dude, right? I would prefer nobody owned guns. I if if I was in charge of America. Uh, I would be like, all right, everybody, hand over those guns. I know everybody loves fucking the Second Amendment. Uh, I would make an amendment to cancel out the Second Amendment, kind of like what they did with booze when they had Prohibition and then they repealed Prohibition. I would repeal the Second Amendment, uh, making it illegal to have any firearms at all. Um would that ever happen? Would that ever come to be? No fucking way. Because this is America, and we love our guns. We love our guns, and we love our pornography, apparently. 
as evidenced by the guy with the Brazzers license plate holder. But the problem with this fucker, too, I don't believe it's legal to own a fully automatic weapon, too. I could be wrong. Gun, gun owners, gun nutbags, tell me if I'm wrong on that. But uh, not only did this guy own some weapons he shouldn't have owned, he should not have owned any fucking weapons because he was a goddamn felon. He's a goddamn felon, you can't own guns. A goddamn felon, you can't own guns. I don't know why the dude would have been like, yeah, man, yeah, man. So I'm looking at this thing, and, I mean, it looks like there's easily uh, 20 rifles, long guns, and then there are all these fucking handguns, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Now, again, everybody listening to this, particularly you uh, gun nut jobbers, 51 guns sounds obsessive to me it sounds overkill to me it sounds unnecessary to me you guys tell me though right like why do you need to own that many guns to me like five seems unnecessary like do you need five handguns like for what you got two hands maybe that's what it should be you can only own two guns you got one for each hand if you only have one hand like you had an accident or a birth defect or something and you only got one hand then you can only own one gun. Sorry, those are the laws. So it just seems excessive. So I don't know what's going to happen to this dude. Because this dude, like I said, the dude was a felony, and they were talking to him about a hit and run, and now they got to talk to him about, hey, man, what's up with all the guns, man? Were you thinking of trying to kidnap the governor, man? Hey, man. Crazy. My cat cow is playing with the cat toy. I don't know if you can hear it or not. That's good. Uh, this is going to be a short one, everybody, because I'm tired as fuck. But one of my favorite musicians of all time, and I don't know if you guys will fucking laugh at me or be like, oh, shit, Stu, no, you were fucking correct. Uh, Phil Collins. I really enjoy Phil Collins. Phil Collins, I think, is great. He was great when he was with Genesis. He's great with all the solo stuff. I didn't necessarily like all the fucking, like, Walt Disney ballads and shit that he did. But, uh, you know, Sususudio. Sususudio. You know, fucking uh, all that shit. It was great, man. He's 70 years old. And, uh, oops, what happened here? And I guess he is looking to reunite with Genesis, the band members of Genesis. Although, you know, Peter Gabriel, I don't think, is ever going to have anything to do with him ever again. And then I thought one of the other dudes, because it was a, a, a trio of dudes, I thought that the one dude died. Was it Tony Banks? Is he dead? Or is it Mike Banks? I don't know. Cow's really fucking getting that, that toy. I haven't seen him do that in forever. So they're looking at the tour, which would be great. I'm like, oh, fuck, I would love to see Genesis. I'd love to see Phil Collins. He was the drummer for the band, too. Originally, when uh, when Peter Gabriel was the lead singer, he was the drummer. And then, I don't know if Pete left on his own or they kind of showed him the door or what, but then Phil just started taking over 
too he did a lot of the lead singing but he was still playing drums but here's the thing everybody here's the thing everybody he said hey man i'm having problems drumming phil said i can barely hold a stick with his hand so there are certain physical things which get in the way he's 70 years old god damn all of my favorite rock stars are old old as fuck now the tour was, uh, it's put on hold because of COVID. And this is going to be their first touring together in America for the first time in 14 years. Holy shit. But uh, he's saying his son, 20-year-old son Nick, might take over fucking um, the drumming. It kind of sounds like Van Halen. When uh, Wolfgang uh, took over a bass Wolfgang Van Puck or whatever, Van Halen, took over bass for, I think, Nick Anthony for a while. When asked whether this tour is putting the group to bed in the air tonight, uh, to bed, I don't know why they have to go in the air tonight, Singer responded, we're all men of our age, and I think to some extent, yeah, it's probably being put to bed, so I'm assuming this is probably, this is the last hurrah. just kind of sucks but i mean that's how it is you know i mean if he physically is unable to do this shit as long as he can sing sasudio i don't give a shit or invisible touch that was always my favorite do you guys remember that video of invisible touch with those fucking muppet things it's the greatest of all time would you guys want to see phil collins i know for whatever reason a lot of people don't seem to like him but i like him I mean, as a singer, I don't know what he's like as a dude. He might be a huge cocksucker as a dude. Wow. Well, that's it, everybody. I am uh, done. I am tired. I'm going to go to bed. It's not even 9 o'clock, and I feel like going to bed. That's pretty sad. Old man here. Uh, but I do appreciate you guys listening to this bullshit. If uh, you like this bullshit, consider subscribing to Patreon. It's the same bullshit, just more of the bullshit. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, I've been collecting Buffalo Bills jerseys. <laughs> I've been finding cheap jerseys on either Facebook Marketplace, eBay, or uh, Goodwill has an online site. And I'm trying to buy jerseys of scrub Buffalo Bills players for like 20 bucks. And I actually found an autograph in one of Cornelius Bennett for super cheap. And I got another one from another guy who played for the Bills who was kind of a scrub, but it was autographed. And I got it for cheap, too. So uh, I got a whole bunch of them today. I got two today, and I've, I had already purchased two others, and I got a whole bunch of others coming. I think I'll probably get them by Saturday. Football starts tonight. Bills play on Sunday. Looking forward to it. They're playing the Steelers. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Let me know if you guys, who do you guys like? Probably got mostly Lions fans would be my uh, suspicion. But uh, that's it. So, all right. Yeah, you can go like the Patreon. Five bucks a month. That's one less ice mocha mocha in your life. Five bucks to me instead. I can use it probably more than the, uh, the owners of Starbucks. But if you guys can do me a favor, go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. That'd be great. And then if you can do these things too, if you can go like the Sunday Slaw, that's Stephanie House and her husband Adam. 
They eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw, and they give it the yay or the nay. It's usually fun. It's good times. They joke around. They goof around. I dig it. And uh, if you like coleslaw, let them know where they can get some good coleslaw. So go like their page on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw, and follow along. Then we got my boy John Midgley. John Midgley is a magician, a social worker. Uh, he used to be a caddy for Tiger Woods. I don't know if you guys know that or not. That was back when Tiger was at Stanford. And uh, John was a little older. But, uh, you know, he was living in California at the time. You know, trying to make his way as a magician. And then, uh, you know, he could juggle uh, golf balls. And Tiger Woods saw him. You know, he was out like busking. You know, juggling golf balls and doing some magic tricks. And Tiger Woods saw him and he was like, oh my God, you can juggle golf balls? You should come be my caddy. And so he caddied with him for a year. Now, where is that? But John has a uh, Facebook page for his magic stuff. It's Magic JBM John Big Dick Midgley. So go like his page, follow along with his magic stuff. That'd be pretty sweet if you could do that. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Horny, Texas, a suburb of Dallas. And uh, they got great gourmet donuts. So not Tim Hort, not Dunkin' Donuts, not Krispy Kreme, gourmet donuts. So go like their fan page on Facebook, the whole thing, Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. And uh, go check them out if you're ever down in Dallas. And then last but not least, my boy Matt Harper is the host of another episode podcast, he and Mandy Lane talk about movies that shape their childhood every Wednesday. They drop new episodes. This past Wednesday, they talked about the Notre Dame football classic, Rudy. And uh, I was kind of surprised they didn't particularly care for Rudy. They didn't like it. Now, I'm, I i don't think I've seen Rudy since it came out. So uh, probably if I rewatched it, maybe it might, my viewpoint on Rudy would change. But uh, I remember enjoying it. But uh, go like their fan page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, follow along on your favorite podcast platform, another episode podcast. So if you can do those four things, that'd be great. If you can consider subscribing to the Patreon, that'd be great. Patreon's pretty much every other day. Mondays and Thursdays are free, and then uh, every other day is usually Patreon. Some days I got to skip. Like Saturday, probably going to skip because I got that golf outing at Alex's Arcade out there in Macomb County. And the goal is to golf. Uh, I did a little golfing yesterday, felt pretty good about stuff, and uh, get hammered. So those are the two things, probably more hammered than playing good golf. So, uh, but you guys are great. Thank you for listening. Tell everybody, I will see you guys tomorrow.